Welcome back to Tiger Talk. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday night as we shift our focus now to Nevada Lady Tiger Softball. They have their season well underway now. They play six ball games, sitting at four and two on the season. And uh, joining us now is Nevada Lady Tiger at softball coach Danny Penn to talk about that. And uh, Danny's things, uh, you know, you had a little stumble on Saturday, but other than that, the things seem to be going all right for Lady Tiger Softball right now. Yeah, through uh, through six games, we've seen a lot of, a lot of positive things out in the field. Uh, as you mentioned, Saturday kind of stumbled a little bit. Seemed like we lost our focus for a minute, and Carthage they they uh, they made it hurt. But uh, came back in the night game and battled Republic tough, and ultimately lost 11 to 10. But saw a lot of fight out of our players. Uh, something that you know, Coach Wolf and I were looking to see how we would respond. And then this week, Monday, Tuesday, getting wins over Web City and Castle. Uh, just nice job riding the ship. Well, as, uh, let's go back to a little bit further and talk about uh, the, the makeup of your team. It's the first time, obviously, we've had you on Tiger Talk this fall. So you bring back a lot of familiar faces, a lot of them were young. A, lot of them, a year ago, a lot of them are still young, uh, but now another year older. So uh, the makeup of your team, you've got veterans, but still mostly in uh, there are not a lot of them are seniors yet. Absolutely. Um, you know, we do have three seniors in Kirsten, Teresa, and Caden, but everyone else, uh, is still a young player, but a young player who, as you said, has experience. And so the positive in that, obviously, is that some of these players are battle-tested. They know what to expect. Uh, on the other side, there's still a lot of room for them to grow and improve as players and get better. So um, as coaches, you know, we're pushing these players every day to, to continue to stay hungry and work to improve, and they're doing a really nice job of uh, – being coachable and working hard. So as you go into this season, knowing what you had coming back, what did you expect? I don't know if it's changed, but what did you expect your strengths to be? Uh, I mean, obviously starting in softball, you would, you have to start with your pitcher. And Peyton Eaton last year as a freshman, uh, earning second team all-state recognition, we felt good about our pitching, uh, provided she stays healthy. Uh, Ella Hethman, the second part of the battery, another freshman last year, obviously a sophomore this year does a really nice job working with Peyton, does a really nice job receiving, blocking pitches that are down. Um, and so we felt confident about our battery. We felt confident about, um, you know, our, our strength up the middle with Kirsten at shortstop, Kaylee, Holcomb at second base, and then Kara Phillips in center field. And so then it was a matter of just kind of filling out the corners on the infield and the corners on the outfield. Um, had a couple of jobs that are still kind of up for grabs. Some players have kind of started to, to grab a hold of those and run with them. But we're just trying to fill out those corners, and that's what we're looking to do this early part of the season. Well, as you uh, got the uh, season underway, uh, you did so uh, last week at the, as you said, the Morrisville tournament. Got things off to a very good start on on Friday uh, with a couple of wins. And uh, talk about those first two outings that uh, got you that got you underway at Hartville, and uh, then a second matchup. So you obviously got off to a good start on Friday. Yeah, we did, and. Starting the season, you're always kind of worried that, you know, maybe the first game jitters are going to trip some players up. But uh, I was really happy with how we just came out ready to go from the get-go. Um, Peyton did a nice job of being in the zone, and we made plays behind her. Uh, Hartville, I think we ended up, it was a 14-2 to victory. And so offensively, uh, a lot of good swings in that game and just a lot of smart softball. And, you know, that's a game that we should have won. Game two against West Plains, a school more our size, was a, a game that we felt we were really going to have to make sure that we were locked in the entire game, and it was just kind of like game one never stopped. Uh, more good swings, made good plays in the field, actually turned a couple double plays in that game, which you can always see in softball, especially on the you know the opening day. Um, and so just really happy with how focused the girls were coming out of the season and getting off to that 2-0 start. 
You mentioned on Saturday, obviously, not the games you're owned to play, especially the first one against uh, Carthage. You didn't have to get that early. I mean, you didn't play till 5 o'clock. But, uh, uh, I mean, it's just a, I know you want to, don't want to ever use youth as an excuse, but uh, you come back out the next day on Saturday. Did the success on Friday just not transition over to Saturday? I think that the success on Friday maybe gave us a little bit of a feeling of invincibility where, you know, we went 2-0 and on Friday and then we thought, okay, well, we showed that we're a pretty good team. We could just show up on Saturday and that same success is just going to automatically, you know, come to us. And that's not how softball works. That's not how any sport works. And so I thought that Saturday, it was a painful learning experience, but a good learning experience for us because it showed us even against a Carthage team that, you know, we beat in our jamboree. If they're hungrier than we are, if they came out ready to play and we didn't, you know, it could be a lopsided score very quickly, and that's exactly what happened. Well, you get them at home coming up on September 26th. I'm sure your players will mark that one on the calendar coming up later in the season for a little redemption. But uh, you got out of the uh, the Morrisville tournament at 2-2, two and two, finished in fourth as you did advance the winner's bracket play in a very large 16-team field. That's a heck of a way to start off a, field, a tournament, by the way, or start off a season, by the way, in a 16-team tournament, which uh, you were the number two seed in. Yeah, um, we played in it last year, and that was our first experience. And just, you know, to be completely transparent, we really didn't know what to expect last year. Uh, just a smaller school, weren't, kind of sh- weren't sure what kind of tournament they were going to put on, but they do a really nice job. Uh, they're very proud of their tournament. They, they should be. It's a, you know, a class presentation. They take care of their teams. They take care of their coaches. Um, and, and it allows us to play some different teams than we normally see. But it also allows us to play some teams that are smaller than us and teams that are bigger than us. And it's just really a nice collection of 16 softball teams from Class 1 to Class 5 that get together and just kind of see where their team is at to start the season. Well, after that, you got back home, played your home opener on Monday against uh, Webb City, uh, won a Class 4 district championship. They won uh, district, uh, the one their district, uh, district 6. You won District 7, but... You got matched up on Monday. They did lose a lot of talent from a last from last year, but Web City is Web City, so uh, you had to be awfully proud of that win, eleven to eight on Monday. Yeah, anytime you beat Web City in anything, it, you feel good about it. And as you alluded to, they did graduate a lot of their starters from last year, but Web City's full of athletes. And if you didn't know they graduated eight starters from last year, and you just looked at the type of athlete uh, they put on the field and the type of swings that they took and the type of routes they took in the field you would think that they had plenty of varsity experience. And so uh, I was very proud of how we came out. I thought we maybe would have some first home game jitters, but we really did a nice job of just kind of, if we had those jitters, they didn't show. And we just, we played solid softball. Every time Web City scored two or three, run, two or three runs, we would respond right away. And, uh, you know, just ultimately put them away there at the end. You had to respond a couple of times, fell behind early, and then uh, they made a run on you in the back half of the ball game. Ella Hethman comes up with a big home run. So, as you, as you said, uh, your team uh, dug down when they had to and, and found it. Absolutely. And uh, when you're playing a quality team, you know, to use an analogy, they're going to keep throwing punches. It's just important that you weather that storm and, and throw some punches of your own and keep fighting back. And we did a really nice job of doing that Monday against Webb. Big A conference play started for you yesterday. Made the trip down to Cassville to take on the uh, Lady Wildcats. Obviously, not a program that's up to the level of Nevada yet, and the danger there obviously is uh, playing down to the competition. But from the results, doesn't look like you did that. Sixteen nothing win in five innings. Yeah, um, and that's something that we were just very blunt with our players about before the game. You know, we said after the the high of beating Web City last night, this is a textbook opportunity for a letdown game. We already saw what happened on Saturday whenever we kind of were riding in high at 2-0 and just thought we were going to automatically beat Carthage, and that obviously did not happen. 
And so Coach Wolf and I just said, let's take the air out of them right away. Let's just get on the board early, not even give them a chance. And uh, players did a really nice job, starting with uh, we scored one in the first, and Peyton Eaton threw up a zero for Castleville. And then I th- think we had a big second and a big third inning, and you know it was over from there. Well, nice win on the road to start off conference play, and uh, we'll get to the conference here in a minute. Well, in fact, you got another big game, a game tomorrow. Uh, Reed Spring is on the agenda for tomorrow. Again, uh, back at Bushwhacker Field uh, tomorrow. What can you tell us about the Lady Wolves? Uh, last year, we played down at their place, and I, I felt bad for them because the pitcher that they had been uh, counting on to throw for them last year had suddenly just uh, sustained an injury, and they really didn't have a JV pitcher or anybody who had any experience. And so it was one of those games where we won by a big margin and just honestly wasn't a lot of fun because it, it was just walked batters left and right, hit batters left and right. So uh, I think that they have they have found a pitcher, and so we look forward to be a closer matchup. But another game where if we show up and play to the level that we're capable of, uh, it's a game that we should win. So that'll be uh, tomorrow at uh, Bushwhacker Field. I encourage everyone to to make their way out there. That'll start at 4.30, Varsity JV Doubleheader coming up at Bushwhacker Field. Well, you got a very busy week because you're right back at it again. Another tournament on Friday and Saturday. It's kind of an annual event for you. Playing in the uh, Joplin uh, Page Neal Christina Freeman Invitational Tournament. And uh, what, three games on Friday? Is that right? Yeah, we play uh, two early games on Friday, then we have a one-game break and play a third. So a lot of softball on Friday. Well, how about the quality of the field, especially at least the ones you know you're going to play on Friday? Yeah, it's a, it's a tournament where there's a lot of high-quality teams. We're going to see Webb City again. Uh, we're going to see uh, Park Hill South. And then I, I – Kickapoo. I hate to admit it. Yeah, I didn't know – couldn't remember if it was Hillcrest or Kickapoo, but we're <laughs> going to see one of the bigger Springfield schools. And so uh, we'll anticipate that they're going to come ready to play high-quality softball as well. And so – Early in the season, we really wanted to, to play some tough competition to give us a good measuring stick of where we're at so that we can identify areas where we can definitely improve and, and as the season progresses, just make sure that we're continuing to get better and better. And I assume this is pool play, so your your pool results will depend will dictate what you do on Saturday then, right? Yeah, yep. All right, all those games were being played at the uh, Joplin Athletic Complex uh, coming up on Friday and Saturday, and they, they do start early, 10 a.m. on Friday. So if you want to spend a day watching some softball on Friday, get an early start to your holiday weekend, well, there you go. Spend the, spend the day and then make sure you make your way back towards Nevada for the home opener for football on Friday night. But uh, then uh, next week, uh, again, uh, more action, uh, day after Labor Day against Harrisonville. Uh, and uh, so you, you're, I, I bring that up, not so much to like a look ahead at Harrisonville because I know it's kind of in the distance for you, but uh, i got to assume your team really enjoys playing a large number of games in a short amount of time. Well, I sure hope they do because they're, <laughs> they're going to either way. But um, – we, like I said, we really wanted to just give ourselves an opportunity to see where we're at. And so the best way to do that is just play game after game and get lots of game reps. Um, practice started August 8th. We got to a point where we felt like we'd taken so many practice reps that you hate to admit it, but it, it was almost like we were going through the motions. And so we're excited to be into the game portion of our season where we're able to get live reps against you know legitimate competition. And we tell our players all the time, you know, you, you can't say that you're bored because every day we've got a game somewhere, it seems like, other than our Wednesdays where we get to practice. As far as the Big 8 Conference is concerned, unlike the other sports, you don't have divisions in softball. In fact, some of the Big 8 schools play in the spring. Uh, so, uh, so how do you see the fall portion? McDonald County's kind of been the king of the hill as of late. Uh, how do you see this year's Big 8 race? I think we have a legitimate shot uh, at winning the conference crown this year. 
Um, Matt County is always a strong team, but I know that they graduated um, a significant portion of their starting lineup from last year as well. I saw where they lost to Joplin last night, 4-3, to three, I think. Um, and so I have no doubt that they're going to right the ship and they're going to be a tough team to beat. But I think that this is a year where we can truly compete with a Matt County uh, for a conference championship. Logan Rogersville is another team that's always solid. Uh, they gr- also graduated a big senior class last year that featured a lot of their starting lineup. And so uh, without knowing the results of too many games this early in the season, you know, you can't say for sure um, teams that you see is, you know, maybe playing above what you expected or playing below. But I would expect that those two teams would be uh, definitely our some of our best competition in the conference. And uh, last week, a uh, week ago, or last Friday, actually, the class and district assignments came out. As soon as they did, I sent you a text message and uh, jokingly telling you, Misha didn't do you any favors, at least on paper, in Class 4, District 6. They sent you south this time. Uh, didn't do you many favors. We'll see how it pans out over the course of the season. But at least on paper, they didn't do, didn't do you many favors. Yeah, uh, we're in a loaded district for sure. Or at least, like you said, on paper, it sure looks that way with teams like Webb City, McDonald County, and Willard. Uh, just to name a few. But uh, I'm confident that whoever does win this district is going to be battle-tested. And I, I would like <laughs> to say that whoever wins this district is going to have a good shot in a sectional game against whoever wins uh, you know, the, the district that we get paired up against. But again, we're going to play a lot of games this year, and hopefully that's going to allow us to work to become the best team possible and we're firing on all cylinders by the end of the year yep, that'll be coming up in mid-october that's a ways off for now about another month and a half before we start worrying about postseason play so i guess between now and then or even much quicker i guess uh danny where do you now that you've got six games under your belt just kind of close this out where do you want where do you want to see your team improve uh, going forward well through six games um you know the the players have gotten enough reps that they've kind of gotten a feel for live competition um Players have recognized maybe some things that they are struggling with a little bit that they didn't anticipate struggling with, certain pitches maybe that they're having a hard time handling while they're batting. Um, You know, Peyton in the circle, maybe there's a pitch that she's not throwing as well as she thought she was going to. And so six games in, uh, we've got enough of a sample size to have an idea of just what individually players need to, to work on. And then as a unit, as a defensive team, just making sure that whenever we are in our our bunk coverages or our, our different rotations based on where the ball's put into play, that everybody's where they're supposed to be and moving every pitch. And just that focus and that um, ability to be precisely where we need to be when we need to be there. Well, we look forward to following you all season long. Appreciate the time. Good luck the rest of this busy week that you've got uh, coming up with uh, games, uh, several games over the next uh, three days starting tomorrow. So good luck and uh, thanks for the time. And uh, we'll talk to you in the near future. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right, Mike. All right, Mike, always great to talk to you. Thank you. You you too. That's Lady Tigerhead softball coach Danny Penn. We come back, I'll close out Tiger Talk for this Wednesday night. We'll do that after this timeout on Double K Country.